This is a podcast from Rover. All right, let's talk sport for the last time this year with our man Hamish Mackay. Hamish, how you doing? Uh, Dom, I'm absolutely fantastic, sort of luring myself into the uh, into the festive season. You do it well too. There's no, there's not many that do it as well as you, my friend. No problem with that. Let me give you the tip. Hey, listen, I was just reading earlier today about Spark Sport from maybe June, July of next year. It's effectively going to be no more. So that means things like cricket and uh, maybe one or two other things, potentially Formula One, uh, are going to TVNZ. Yeah, well, it's sort of been a worldwide trend, hasn't it, from the telcos to get into sport and, and, uh, you know, and sort of try almost be a lust leader, I think, to sort of encourage customer loyalty and the like, but absolutely um, it doesn't seem to be working right across the globe, you're seeing this. So TVNZ, they look like they're picking it, well, they are picking up the spoils, and um, it could be it could be quite interesting to see how it plays out. If, if you've got, you know, you're still going to have to pay through whatever wall TVNZ put up, but hopefully there'll be some more sort of delayed uh, quality sport free-to-air, um, which I think the likes of cricket and, and, and maybe, for, I guess, Formula One, uh, the likes of that could really benefit from. Speaking of cricket, so Tim Southey, the uh, the Black Cap skipper, certainly for the uh, the the tour to Pakistan, which starts Boxing Day, Kane Williamson. I thought maybe he would have maybe given away T Twenty. Not sure, but that seems to be his decision. Concentrate on the batting, and then um, you would have to ask: Well, was Tom Latham ever in the mix? I guess he was, um, but they've given it to Tim Southey. Yeah, well, you know that I, I probably don't, to be honest, understand, and now I clearly don't understand based on this decision. Just seems a little bit sort of from left field, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, hey, look, I, I guess this is all about uh, you know having the top two inches clear for Kane Williamson so that he can uh, have as much longevity as possible, I guess. Um, but yeah, I thought the whole Tim Southey thing. Uh, look, don't get me wrong, he was a guest. Uh, early on in the early days of Rex uh, on the weekend with us. And, man, he's a sharp guy, you know, talking farming with him from that good stock up north that he is. Uh, yeah, so uh, interesting old times. Yeah, I'm sure he'd do a really good job. It's just, yeah. It was just a, a little bit out of the blue. I think it's caught yeah, it. New Zealand cricket fans a little bit uh, unawares, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a little, just a little bit random. Um, but, yeah, but, hey, um, as you say, good fella, um, proven track record. It might go well. Yeah, I hope it does. But yeah, Kane Williamson, he's got really good stats as a test captain as well, averaging uh, over 57 in 40 matches as captain. Um, only Martin Crow comes close as a yeah, as a batsman while captaining the New Zealand uh, test side. Uh, 22 test match victories out of those 40, and he averaged 79 in those victories as well. So, And, and apparently of all the players who have captained in 40 tests or more, only Brian Lara has a higher average with the batter's captain. So his stint as skipper was very, very successful. Well, yeah, look, you know, he's banging his head on the ceiling, isn't he, in terms of that? I mean, he's right at the top. Um, that's remarkable. Um, you know, I was sort of initially, as you started to to, to go through those, st- I was thinking, yeah, as New Zealand, you'd be right, I mean, globally, yeah. right up there. But, of course, all of that really pales when you look at the death of that uh, young jockey in Ashburton, Hamish. Yeah, Megan Taylor, young jockey, 26-year-old, been in the game three years, a uh, four-horse fall uh, yesterday. Yeah, and se- our second jockey to die this year. Um, gee, you know, look, we all know it's a dangerous game, and, um, you know, uh, but 
yeah, look, uh, it's hard to find the words, isn't it? And uh, for those uh, who were on course, the other jockeys involved, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it must have been a terrible feeling, and uh, for somebody who was so young and vivacious and bright, and you know, had been involved involved in uh, equestrian, had worked with the prices in England, our Olympians, and uh, came home and uh, was doing a bit of track work riding, and thought, oh, I'm not too bad at this, I might be, and there you go, found a niche, and uh, unfortunately, um, just wrong place, wrong time, and uh, yeah, so uh, all, our, our sort of our condolences to her, her family, friends, and and the racing industry, uh, broadly speaking. Yeah, well said, uh, exactly. Bang on with the sentiment there. Um, the World Cup final, Hamish Mackay, Monday morning, New Zealand time. I think, is it a 4am, that one? I think it is. Oh, it is a 4 is Yeah, that's, that's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that sucks. Yeah, well, look, you know, I suppose when you sit down and you go... What, what were the odds of getting these two teams into the final? Quite low, really, wouldn't you? You would have thought, wouldn't it, if you were looking at how it would all play out? I think, isn't it just the all-round sort of authority and control of the French that'll get them over over the South American flair? Although the messy thing's the, the great story, isn't it? It's... Uh, yeah. Interesting you mentioned that. Yeah, so I've struggled. Um, you've got to look uh, to some scribes overseas to find any sort yeah. of analysis about that. So obviously you've got the Messi factor and uh, Mbappe for France. They're both in sublime form. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but there are 10 other blokes on uh, the field in each respective side as well. And um, it's been difficult to find yeah. that sort of level of analysis. Uh, you, you, I mean, you yeah. can't find it, but you just got to look a little bit uh, elsewhere, really. But um, I'm backing France, but it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if uh, the stars align for Argentina this time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think the French will just... Um, I think they'll do it. I, you know, I, I, that's, that's, look, Argentina, and I have no problem with either one. When I kind of don't like it when I'm so neutral uh, yeah. in, terms of, uh, in terms of watching a game. I haven't been lucky enough in my previous sort of media career to spend a bit of time in both countries. I love them both. So there uh, you go. Good on you. Memorable moments. Uh, the most memorable moment for you in 2022? I guess it was the moment, the most memorable moment is when the French woman misses the penalty in the out in front in the semi-final and the Blackburns go through and right through to that line out and, and winning it. I think that's the moment. Um, I also, you know that I love uh, track and field with a passion and we had the... Uh, World Championships early in the year in Eugene, Oregon, and uh, I'm a big fan of Jakob Ingrabitsen, the, uh, the great Norwegian runner um, who got beaten in the 1500 metres and thought, bugger this, ran the 5000 and won it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I love stuff like that, you know, just pure intestinal fortitude. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping my uh, memorable moment from 2022 is to come on Monday morning if France win and I collect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Take care of Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Um, looking yeah. ahead, can golf recover from what is it? Is it st- I've never figured this out. Is it live or live golf? I, I, I don't know yeah, what it is. Well, one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want. Liv yeah. golf. You know. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, I, I just think that. Yeah. Look. Obviously, the money's come from somewhere, and you can, you can, you can question that all day. But ultimately, it does feel like rugby league. Like when you had the Super League and the uh, NRL was, set, you know, it wasn't pretty back in the mid '90s. I just feel like I, I don't watch as much golf now as I was. Um, I guess what's kept me interested is Lydia Ko getting back to number one in the world and Ryan Fox sort of getting top 30 in the world. Hopefully, sanity will prevail because if the best players in the world um, 
don't get to play the Masters or something, then you know, then we've got a real issue. So I'm pretty sure that that won't be the case. That everybody will still be able to play the Masters, but um, yeah, and the other majors. But it'll just be interesting to see how that pans out. And of course, we've got a Rugby World Cup next year as well. So uh, you know, oh. some 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 big calls, oh. some big calls to be made there. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, I've said this before. You're like a bit of a broken record, but I, I think you know. I mean, I think. France and South Africa and Ireland are pretty much ahead of the pack. Um, then, then, it's, then I think it's a fairly wide sort of gulf to England, Australia, the All Blacks, uh, Scotland won't be the worst. Argentina, but you know, at the moment, you'd be a brave betting man to say it's not going to go between France, South Africa, and Ireland. And you know, I just don't see where we are going to get the artillery that we need to fire the shots to win a Rugby World Cup. And we, we can talk about this till the cows come home, but, you know, um, there'll be a few tweaks, you know, or Will Jordan being available again, and, and maybe Geordie Barrett will work out at second 5-8. But you are not going to be able to get more juice in the tank of the Retallics and the White Locks and the Aaron Smiths. They're still playing superbly, but you can't expect them to be where they will once upon a time. Hamish Mackay could be prophetic words. Uh, listen, it's been uh, great having sports chats with you all year. Um, Merry Christmas, my friend. Um, we'll, we'll do it all again next year. Too right. Uh, now, just a little tip for you. Go on. Uh, that if you if you hoe into the turkey, it, 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 it releases serotonin, and that's why you go to sleep on Christmas. <laughs> is that the so one, is it? Excuse, yeah. There's your excuse for not getting on the tea towel and doing the dishes. <laughs> Good lots of turkey. <laughs> Enjoy your turkey. Over and out. Well, well done to all those who were involved in the Big Feed Telethon yesterday. 1.2 million meals donated, so congratulations to all those who organised it and to all the donators as well. Thanks as always to the team at NetSpeed, netspeed.net.nz. Make sure you go and check them out. That's us for 2022. Thank you as always for listening. Have a great summer break. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Mark and Leah up next here on Today FM. We'll be back, by the way, on January the 18th.